I don't know why I made it out. And so many of the people that I was with didn't like are literally in their graves now. Mm. Um, I can't, I can't figure it out. It's just, it's really just the grace of God because I know that my sin (laughs) stunk just as bad as theirs. This is the Success in Christ podcast, and I am your host, Legenia Bearden. Let me ask you a question. Is God calling you to something greater, but fear is holding you back? Has God given you ideas and visions and dreams of doing something you love or have a deep passion for, but you're just too afraid because you feel like you can't do it? Well, my guest and I are here to inspire you to encourage you and to give you real life application to help you step out in faith and believe God at his word. Welcome to Success in Christ. Hello and welcome to another edition of Success in Christ podcast. This is your host, Legenia Bearden. Thank you for joining me once again. I am As always, so excited about our guest on today. This interview uh, has by far been one of my favorite to date. I am so grateful for all of the individuals that God allows me to interview for this podcast on a biweekly basis. And so what I do is just pray that God uh, sends me the next guest and whoever that person may be that uh, will bless your soul, that will have the nugget, just the very thing that you need to help get you to that next step of faith in your life. And so today's guest is no exception. I um, am so grateful to have had the opportunity to speak with Miss Tiffany Simone this past Tuesday. We had a few technical difficulties before the interview began. And even as I was getting ready to edit this podcast for you all, I was having some technical difficulty, difficulty that I've never had before. This is the second time, the second interview that I've done where the enemy is trying to come in and um, destroy or keep this interview from getting out there over the airways for you all to hear. So I just know it's going to bless you. I have a little bit of information that I'm going to be sharing with you all at the end of this podcast. But right now, I want to jump right into it. This interview blessed my soul. I know it's going to bless your soul. God moved even in the midst of the interview. So I want to get right to the interview. You all listen and I have some information for you at the end of the interview. But right now, listen to my interview with Miss Tiffany Simone. Hi, Tiffany. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's such a blessing to be here. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. This is so awesome. It's amazing. I was telling you earlier how I found you on YouTube. Um, I was excited about a guest that I was, I'm going to be interviewing um, in November. And over in the sidebar, I saw one of your videos. I clicked on it. And from there, I watched another video and another video. And uh, what really intrigued me was just um, your sincerity and um, your transparency, you know, you were just open to share um, the things that God had done for you, the good and the bad. And oh, yeah. I'm just very, I'm always very receptive of that when um, someone is just open to share what God has done for them, the good and the bad, because some of us, we try to hide the bad stuff, you know, <laughs> but um, God said that we are overcomers by the words of our testimony. So it's important that we share 
all of those things that God has done for us. And so yeah. I was listening to your testimony that you shared with us about um, um, just how you had gone through as you were, how you got to this point in your life where you're saved now, you're living for God. And um, just a lot of the things that you went through with um, boyfriends and things like that. I thought, oh, wow, oh, yeah. that's, that's an awesome testimony. And so many <laughs> Uh, young ladies will be blessed by it. So I thought um, it would be great for you to come on the show and just encourage my listeners, uh, God's people, on just what God has done for you. So if you don't mind, just kind of start from the beginning of this journey you have been on and how you have gotten to be uh, pretty pretty big on YouTube. You got uh, quite a few followers, I see. And uh, I know you blessed me in just a few videos I watched. And so I, I'm one of your followers now. <laughs> So if you don't mind, just just share with us. Tell us a little bit about who you are and how you come into the truth and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, thank you so much for all of your kind words. Glory to God. Oh, I can't even explain to you how good God has been to me. And I just never saw this coming. Mm-hmm. I never knew that God had this plant for me. You know how God knocks on your heart and he's like, he's calling you and you feel him drawing you to him and you know there's something, but I had no idea the type of ministry that the Lord actually had for me. And for so many years, I allowed my flesh and the desires of my flesh and what I was accustomed to, to keep me from God. But my goodness, when I finally said yes. So I come from Brooklyn. Um, I come from a pretty good family, but I still lived in Brooklyn. So I still lived in what would be considered the hood. Mm -hmm. So I was exposed to so many different things. And I had the opportunity to um, be with people who were not like my family, mm-hmm. my family, um, you know, they had good jobs. We lived in a house and, you know, it was just a, a, a nice home, mm-hmm. but outside of the home, I was exposed to so many different things. So, um, I used to hang out with drug dealers. And I remember recently I was thinking like, I, there was a point in my life where my, my biggest aspiration was to just cook crack. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. Wanted to just sell drugs, but by the grace of God, the people around me would be like, nah, that's not for you. You know, you're yeah. not going to do that. When I wanted to join a gang, they're like, nah, we're not going to let that happen to you. You're good. We're not putting you in, you know. But um, I started out <laughs> just living a life of sin. I smoked, um, fornicated. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in the world. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it really was just the grace of God that... Um, brought me out. Mm -hmm. It really was. And I listened to him. So I did have a foundation in church. I did have those seeds that had been planted. So even in the midst of my sin and different things like that, because of my upbringing, I would still be, you know, afraid to walk past a homeless person without giving them something. Um, I would still be respectful of the people around me. I wouldn't, you know, curse and different things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I would pray every Mm -hmm. single day. Um, and I don't know why I made it out. And so many of the people that I was with didn't like are literally in their graves now. Mm. Um, I can't, I can't figure it out. It's just, it's really just the grace of God because I know that my sin (laughs) 
stunk just as bad as theirs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's really just the grace of God that has brought me to this moment and to this ministry that he's given me, um, filled me with his spirit. You know, he allowed me to be um, baptized with water and with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so grateful. I just want to just briefly say to anyone who's listening, just give God a yes. Whatever he's telling you to do, you never know what's on the other side. You never know how big and how grand the plans that God has for you really and truly are. We can't conceive it with our natural mind. All we know is that we'll have to give up uh, a few things and we're so comfortable with those things. We don't want to let them go, but yeah. God is so good. And what he has for us is truly a life more abundantly. I realized that the enemy was just killing, stealing and destroying my time, my destiny, yeah. my purity, you know, my ministry, but God, but God kept it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I do believe that he keeps it for all of his children. We just have to give him a true yes. A true yes, a true yes. And so you finally made up in your mind that, God, I'm tired. I'm going to give you a yes. So you said, and I remember listening to your testimony, you said um, in your testimonial video, um, you were just giving us the story of you growing up, um, that you just like drug dealers. Yeah. you know, I know, uh, I know I, I had some friends back in the day. They just always seemed to flock towards those, uh, the gangsters and, you know, that type of <laughs> just something about them, you know, that they just, just, towards. I don't know what it is. you know, and I had a couple uh, back in the day as well. So what was that life like for you? Well, I can say that the, the common image or the, the stereotype that we would have of them, I guess in front of people, they were like that. But behind closed doors, they were actually nice. They were funny. They were gentle. (laughs) They -hmm. had the propensity to be kind. You know, if they were really mean, it would be difficult for them to keep a woman, you know, or for a woman to want to keep being with that type of guy. So it's like, well, we see that he's has to be intelligent because he's kind of running a business. It's not legal, but he <laughs> right. is, you know, he's, he's running a business. Running he has a house, you know, he's, he's paying his bills. He's taking care of himself. And, um, I mean, they were nice. Um, they were nice to speak to. It was very dangerous. I remember, um, you know, we're just hanging out. I remember being in like a nice brownstone in, in Brooklyn. And then, you know, it was just, I just remember, just there being like a bunch of crack on the table and they just start bagging it up in the middle of a conversation. We're talking and laughing. So it was always um, the possibility of some serious danger. Um, I remember just hanging out with a guy and then somebody just comes into the house and brings like a brick of cocaine in, you know, and I'm like, really, you know, this could have, this could have ended really bad, you know, for me and you, you know, um, they didn't really discuss with you the intricate details of what were going on, what was going on with them. You, if you were there, you just happened to be a part of it. And that's how I ended up getting arrested because I was just there and he mm-hmm. had, uh, a, a different guy ended up, um, getting a bunch of drugs. They call it reing up. So he just read up on a bunch of drugs and I was in the room and, Cops came on and they just bust on in and I was in the room with all the drugs and I had hid them. And so it was it became a little too much after a while. You know, initially it's nice. They're they're cool. Their schedule is pretty free. You know, you can hang out, do different things. I used to like to smoke. So I was able to smoke with them. But um, 
it got dangerous. And when I tried to stop, it just so happened that every single person that I met sold drugs, but just wouldn't tell me up front. So I'm like, you know, I don't want to speak to drug dealers anymore. I just want somebody with a regular job. And mm-hmm. so I'll meet someone and they say, oh, you know, I'm in engineering or I do this and that. And then come to find out they actually sold drugs. So wow. it was something that I looked for, but then it just started following me mm-hmm. <laughs> after some time. Wow. All right. So I was, and that was going to be my next question. Was it something you actually sought these types of guys? Was that, is that what it was? Or you just before, or you just happened to meet them, but you actually sought after them? Oh yeah. I wanted them. Uh, It's you. I can't say that you go to a particular place and you know, that's where the drug dealers are, but you kind of can tell. And just like any man, I don't know if they do this all over the place, but you know, in New York, you walk around, so they'll come up to you like, what's good? And so that's how you kind of, that's how you meet. And so um, I'm in Brooklyn. I live in the hood, work in the hood. So they're around, you know? (laughs) Wow. So God brought you out of that lifestyle. And so today, um, again, the way I found you was on YouTube. And then I saw that you had quite a few followers. How how have things changed for you now? And just tell us about, well, before we even go there, tell us about the moment when you finally gave your true yes. Tell us about that. What what was it that got you to that point to where you're, you're at a true yes and now you're here today? I worked for the Department of Education and I was an assistant teacher. And I just... I wanted God. I can't really explain it beyond that. You you know that he's supposed to be a part of your life. Mm-hmm. You just know it. You know you're supposed to go to church. You yeah. know you're supposed to spend a little time with him. And so I would feel him kind of like pushing me to go to this church. And it just so happened that a church opened up like literally across the street from my house. Mm-hmm. And so... um I went there from time to time. Um, I still, I was dating someone who actually, he wasn't (laughs) a drug dealer. Just um, by chance, he was actually everything that, I I say he's everything that any woman would want. And it was kind of meeting him that made me want Jesus. Because Mm. I looked at him and I'm like, you have a lot but you still don't have it all. You know, you just can't fulfill me. I just wanted God. And I felt like God wanted me to choose. You can choose to have a life that you can create for yourself that seemingly anyone would want, or you can choose me. Mm-hmm. And even though wow. you may not know what that entails, you can choose yeah. me. And so I chose God. I'm like, I want Jesus. God yeah. has been so good to me. God didn't let me die. He has never let me down. He has mm-hmm. never failed me. And yes. the scripture that will come to mind um, when I thought about the guy was don't put your trust in man because he'll turn on you for a piece of bread. Mm-hmm. I think it's a proverb. It's in Proverbs. And it's true. I said, if he get hungry or his mama gets hungry and I got some food, <laughs> they're going to yes. take it from me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God, God is a giver. God is a restorer. He's the giver of every good gift and every perfect gift. And I just couldn't in my mind see how 
what I could put together for myself would be better than Jesus in any capacity. Jesus struggles. Jesus, if you don't know Jesus, when you're confused, Jesus is just the better option. So um, I just wanted Jesus. I'm like, I'm tired. You know, I know what sex is like. I know what dating is like. I know what a conversation with a man is like. I know what having friends is like and partying is like. None of those things have the capacity to fulfill anyone. That's why they just have to keep going back and going back and go because they're ne- it's a void in us and yeah. um it's a it's a place that god created for himself to fill mm-hmm. so i just wanted him and it just so happened around that time uh, we had a friend of the family i hadn't seen her since i was about 15 hadn't spoken to her since around that time and um she just called my mom and she said listen i was praying tiffany's face came into my head and um god wants me to tell her to just go forward in him now This is just her season just to move in him. And I'm like, you know what? I was feeling that. So I just went forward in him. I can't say it was like there was no tragedy. He didn't have to force me or anything. I just... I just wanted him and um, it felt so good, you know, and I immediately I got baptized and um, I got involved in church. Um, I started praying. I'm like, God, I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, I want to speak in tongues. He filled me with the Holy Ghost after some time. And um, it's really after that, you kind of expect you just skip off into the sunset. But things I struggled, um, I had to leave my job. And Mm -hmm. for me, (sighs) I thought I was going off into glory. I'm like, if he's telling me to leave my job, I guess I'm about to be rich. But no, <laughs> I was broke. <laughs> and I had to keep the same testimony that I have now. I had to learn to bless the Lord at all times. Yes. You know, even when I had nothing, even when I looked stupid, crazy, you know, God don't work like that. What's wrong with you? I had to stay true to my profession of faith that right. God is okay. And he is, he's just, he just is just hallelujah. Is. And he is a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. So um, yeah. it did get tough. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Yeah, it did. It got tough for me um, because I was broke. You know, I didn't have anything. My clothes started getting holy. Um, I learned how to sew up holes in my socks and in in my clothes and different things like that. I couldn't really go anywhere. There were times I had to eat um, rotten food because I didn't have anything. I was washing out my clothes with um, 409 towel cleaner. it just got hard. And I remember just singing while I would have to do those things. I would just start singing. Cause I'm like, it's God, he's doing it. I mean, if he wanted my situation to be different, then it would be different. But his process, when you look at scripture, I always notice, we always have to notice that he brings people low mm-hmm. before he takes them high. He says, mm-hmm. humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God. And in due time, He Mm -hmm. will exalt you. So from Joseph to Jacob to David to Job, we can go on and on. I mean, Jesus himself having to be humiliated, beat, spit on, slapped, killed, crucified, buried before the glory comes. You have to go through some things. That's just God's process. And so um, that's why the Bible says, do all things without murmurings and disputings. It's God Mm -hmm. who is working 
in you to will and to do of yes. his good pleasure, right? Yes. So glory to the name of the Lord is all a part of the process, the crying, mm -hmm. the tears, all of it. It's the cross. And if any man wants to be his disciple, you must deny yourself daily, yes. take up your cross and follow <laughs> him. Glory to the name of the Lord. I'm sorry for the gospels today that are void of mm -hmm. the cross because you can't really be a, a follower without the cross. You can't without really receive the benefits yes. of God without yes. first taking that cup. Jesus yes. said, God, if you be willing to take this cup from me, he still had to drink it. Glory to God. Have to God drink have to go through some things before yes. we get to that place that has been prophesied to us or that we've dreamed about or that God has shown us or that's in our hearts. But just stand, you know what I'm because God is good regardless. When yes. you're in the lion's den, he's good. When yes. you're in the palace, he's good. When you're in yes. the furnace, he's good. He's just a good God. He's always worthy. He's always, always yes. worthy. Yes, All right. he is. I'm gonna calm myself. <laughs> I'm gonna calm myself down. <laughs> Because what I'm seeing as I'm, I'm, I'm as we're talking and as I'm watching you, God is just showing me the manifestation of His work. He's showing me the manifestation of all of the trials, everything that you had to endure. You know, sometimes He'll put you out there on that island of Patmos so that you have nowhere else to look but yep. up. And I'm seeing, you know, as you're talking to me, I'm seeing why God allowed you to go through all of the things He allowed you to go through because it brought you to this point right here. I mean, you are so full of God's word. And if you want to be full of anything, you want to be full of God's word. Hallelujah. Impact. You're able to impact people. You're able to move people. And that is why. So that's why. It's all for purpose. It's all for purpose. Yes. And you were saying things like, you know, um, you uh, and I just jotted down a few notes. Some things that you were saying, um, you just you all you just wanted Jesus. You don't know why you just wanted Jesus. Because, you know, the scripture said, and you said earlier, you were just raised through church. But the Bible tells us to train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they are old, they will not depart from it. So that's yes. why you, Jesus, that's why you just kept hearing and you kept feeling that push. I am this, I'm the same way. No matter what I try to get myself into, it was always something in my ear saying, okay, you're going to be this way. But like you said, I'm going to respect my elders. I'm not yes. going to touch. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to respect my mom all the time, you know, yes. because how she raised me to be. I always knew that there was a standard that I still had to meet because Thank that's you. how I was raised. That's Amen. How was raised. That's how you were raised. But yeah, yes. this was destiny. It was your destiny. I mean, I can see how full you are right now of God's word. And yeah, you, um, you're going to have, you're going to make major impact. You, you have a, a nice following, uh, I saw on YouTube, but, um, just look for even greater things. God is going to do something great in you. He didn't fill you with all of this for nothing. Okay. So get ready to do traveling. If you hadn't been traveling already, get ready to do some traveling, <laughs> believing and seeing it in the spirit right now. I just see God taking you places that you never thought you would go. I even see God taking you overseas and you may not even be wanting to go overseas right now, but God has something <laughs> for you to do even overseas. I see God taking you places. I see him taking you places. And let me just tell you this in how much of the spirit you're in. So the Lord has been telling me for the longest, get a passport, get a passport, get a passport. And so I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, okay. And I've just been invited to Africa to a conference. Wow. And awesome. I'm like, I can't go. I don't know if it's time <laughs> yeah. because 
Wow. I'm I'm kind of, I mean, I'm with God. I have the Holy Spirit. He's with me everywhere. But man, you know, I would be going out there by myself. So I think that's just my reservations with traveling. But listen, mm-hmm. if God is going to push me out there, then I'm just going to have to go. It's going to be really that's nothing it. I can do. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, this again, this podcast is all about stepping out in faith because it's not yeah. about us. It's not about yeah. us. It's about him. It's about going where we want to go. Was uh, Who didn't want to go to Nineveh? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to go. Jonah. <laughs> I know if, if God is telling you to go, but just I'm, I'm praying with you, my sister, but I know what I just saw in the spirit. I see, I see you going overseas and you may not be wanting to go, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> See God taking you overseas. I see you being impactful and it's going to move in. God is going to use you in a way that you have never even dreamed of being used. But God has prepared you for such a time as this, for such a time as this. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. This little bit right here. I'm glad to be a part of it. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. All right. So now um, I'm going to be praying with you about the whole uh, the whole Africa Africa thing as well. <laughs> Thank you. But um, you also you've given several testimonies um, to uh, to us uh, on your YouTube channel, and one in particular, the very first one that I saw um, was when uh, you were talking about the experience that you saw when you saw uh, Selena. Um, mm-hmm. God had allowed you to see her, and she was one of your favorite favorite singers back in the day. Yeah. Can you tell us just a little bit about that that experience? Oh, sure, I love to. Um, that was. That was like traumatic to say the least. I was at the time I was 12. Um, I'm 30 now, but at the time I was 12 and I remember I was in my living room (laughs) and I was with my cousin and I was listening to the Selena album because I knew all her songs. I loved the movie about her life. And, you know, I used to call myself dancing around doing the salsa dance and all those things. I loved her. And so I'm singing her song and I hear it's like, um, I said, man, I sound good because I kind of heard my voice kind of like reflecting off of the sound off of the wall. You know how that happens. And I look up and she's standing there. And um, I had never seen anything like that in my life. I've never seen anything like it again. Um, she her hair was it was it looked like somebody just poured just slime. She just looks so dirty. Um, her eyes, they were, they were like a, a, they were like a green, like a neon. I can't even explain the color. Um, they glowed and they were kind of beady and I don't know, sunken in her skin was gray. This really dark. I mean, like, it's so difficult to even describe it because it's not of this world, but it was um, uh, the best way I can describe it is like a grayish color. And it just looked like the skin was like melting into itself, almost like it could just fall off. You know, Mm -hmm. the only reason why I knew it was her is because of what she was wearing and because of the shape of her body. She had a very, we know distinct figure. Mm-hmm. And she um and I used to admire the clothes that she um wore. I wanted to be a fashion designer from the time I was able to hold a pencil. I was drawing clothes. So I knew all about her outfits and it was a purple one she had on. A diamond was cut out in the belly area and it was all sparkle. And um yeah, yeah, that was that was horrible. So I, when I saw her and I saw I saw her looking at me in in her eyes. 
I mean, I've never saw a person look so sorry. I mean, the epitome of what true repentance should be for us was in her. I mean, she was sorry. She had no, but she had no hope. It was just all in, in her mm. eyes. You know, it was just, I just felt so, I, okay. When I think about it now, I feel so sorry for her that she's there. And I'm not one of those people who are quick to put folk in hell, but I know she's in hell. And I know that she's sorry for the life that she lived. And when I saw her, I immediately started screaming, running, arms flailing, and crying all at once. And my cousin, she ran out screaming too, (laughs) you know, like with me. She didn't see it. I'm like... I just kept saying, why did she look like that? Why did she look like that? You know, and then I suppressed the memory. I did not remember it for years because uh, I guess it was too traumatic for me. And then one day I was watching, I think her name is Angela or Angelina's. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to mess up her name, but she said she saw Selena in hell. And I remember watching her testimony sometime. And um, I was like, oh my goodness. I remember it. And I was sitting next to my mom. I was like, I saw her in here. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah, (laughs) this is like, this is a big deal. And she's like, yeah. She was like, you just used to um, say, why did she look like that? She said, you said it for about a week, maybe, maybe two weeks. And she said, and then you just didn't talk about it anymore. So um, that was horrifying for me. And I know some people say, no, you saw a demon. No, that wasn't her. No, that was a familiar spirit. No. It was her. The Lord allowed me to see her. And um, I had to go to Luke because that's a scripture. It's a scripture in Luke that a lot of people use to try to um, refute what I saw um, about the rich man in Lazarus. Um, But Abraham said, um, I can't come down to you and you can't come up to me. And he said, well, let me go back. And he said, well, even if somebody comes back from the dead, they won't really believe. So he never said that God can't show them on earth. He said, listen, I'm in heaven. I can't come down and give you nothing to drink. And you can't come up here for any relief. There's a gulf between us. Mm. But um, God can do whatever he wants to do. And he absolutely showed her to me. This is your idol. This is who you're serving. This is who um, song lyrics you're remembering. You know, this is who you want to be like she don't even want you to be like her. she doesn't even want to be like her mm-hmm. you know so um yeah that was horrifying <laughs> that was a very horrifying experience wow. and um, I'll never forget it mm-hmm. yeah and you were how old at the time you said I, I was 12 12 wow mm-hmm. yeah okay I can I can only imagine um I can only imagine the horror but um yeah so you've shared that and what have what have people's reactions been to to that story I'm sure it's been mixed reactions. It has. It has been mixed. Um, Some people went into repentance. Some people were like, okay, is it just her or all secular artists that I need to avoid? Is everyone. I get um, messages from people like, listen, I was about to be in the music industry, but am, do I have to sell my soul? You know, am I definitely going to go to hell if I, if I become a rapper or if I do this? You know, so um, I think it's harbored a lot of good um, 
things are going to harbor negativity. It doesn't matter what you're doing, right? Jesus was raising the dead and healing the sick and people still mm-hmm. have something negative to say. But mm-hmm. um, I can say that so many people have seen that video and so many people have come to repentance because it wasn't just about the experience. It was separate yourself from the world because right. that's the end. We need right. is, is holiness of hell. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Just repent and live mm-hmm. for him. So a lot of people have come to repentance because of that testimony. Yeah. Okay. Praise God. Praise God. And the thing is, you know, what's also uh, was striking about you was that uh, there is no reserve. You don't mind sharing the gospel of uh, Jesus Christ, the experiences, regardless of what people may say, you know. Um, and, you know, just to be honest, I haven't even found myself at times um, holding some things within because I'm like, oh, what are people going to think about me? But I have to get to the point where you don't care <laughs> what That's people right. think about you. You got to thus saith the Lord, or you're going to be held accountable. You know, and that's exactly. that's my biggest fear. He told us that we we should fear him, and I'm like, yeah, that's my biggest fear. You know, I don't care what man does, but I do care what God does for me being disobedient. That's so right. you know, it just and and again, it was that testimony that led us to this interview today. So uh, God knows how to do things. He knows yes, how to do things. And I'm so so grateful. So tell us, what are things like for you now? Um, with the ministry that God is giving you, um, what are things like for you on a day-to-day basis? Okay, well, right now I'm working. I'm in school. I major in Christian worldview, um, religious studies, Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. I go to Luther Rice uh, College and Seminary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take online classes. I work really long shifts. I am. I have some books out. Mm-hmm. I am working on another book right now. Um, I'm pretty busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, as far as ministry, I feel like I am right at the brink of moving into some things like you were saying, stuff that I have no no idea about, <laughs> like things yeah. that are about to transpire. I see the YouTube channel, the subscriber count, it keeps growing. I haven't even made um, so many videos <laughs> yet, mm-hmm. like um, in recent time, you know, but it's just, it keeps growing and growing. And I remember when it started for months, I had three subscribers. It was just me, a friend from college and my mother. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. it. For months and months and I just see how it's growing. So um, right now I'm really just trying to, in my own way, um, work with my own hands, study to be quiet. The Lord has me um, studying things. Um, the like uh, Azusa Street Revival and different mm-hmm. moves that he has made and the way those things have started and just seeing the inner workings of him behind that. Just being able to read about it and then speak to him about it. So that's where I am just um, knowing, being sensitive to the times that mm-hmm. um, the Lord is going to do it again. So yeah. that's where he has me in my heart and how um, that started in literally a dilapidated like barn, like a stable. And there were churches and there were well-renowned people, but he chose the the base things of the world, right? That's just how he moves. Cause he told me, he's like, I don't need the crowd to get my glory. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't need to go to the big, I can take, I can take a barn and bring the glory there and I can draw the yeah. crowd there. So yeah. um, I do believe that's where he's at and that's what he's going to do again. And I believe he's going to do it soon. He yeah. is, um, he has this pattern and this way that he works. <laughs> and so we have to be sensitive in watching how God works. He says, despise not small beginnings. And he says that for a reason. So yeah. I'm just, 
Yeah, I'm looking for this great revival that's coming. That's another thing that's going on with me spiritually. And I do believe that he's building me up um, spiritually, um, intellectually. Um, I'm constantly ordering books (laughs) and um, knowledge wise, just, um, I guess, to be a better orator, to um, be a better um, example you yeah. know, so um, he's just building me right now. And that's where I am. And I want a house. OK, so <laughs> I'm also okay. trying to get that. Yeah. OK, well, the Bible says speak those things that be not as though they were. So we are speaking it into existence. We are receiving it. Lord, God, we're going to even say we don't even thank you in advance. Thank you, thank God, you. for Tiffany's house. And when you get it, I want you to invite me up there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I will cook for you, girl. I love to cook. OK, <laughs> Awesome. Yes. I love to eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be there. All right. I'm ready to go to Tiffany's house. Amazing. <laughs> so you have books out. I do. About books. And we need to, I need to know about your books and we need to tell everybody where they can find your books. Okay, great. So, um, I have two that I really promote. The first one, I worked with a publishing company and it kind of went downhill with that first one. So I don't really promote the first one, but um, I have two that I do promote. The The second one is called Loosed, Breaking the Chains of Fornication, Masturbation and Homosexuality. Okay. Um, so in that book, I candidly speak about my struggles with all three of those things and what I've learned along the way to overcome those things. So mm-hmm. I've heard really great testimonies about that book and that it's helped so many people to stop. And that's an issue that so many Christian people have today. Mm-hmm. Okay. And nobody yeah. wants to talk about it. It's embarrassing, right. you know? And, um, but like you mentioned earlier, I'm pretty transparent. Whatever the Lord wants me to say, I'm just going to say it. And I remember whatever the things that I was struggling with and saying, I'm not going through this for nothing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to be blessed because of the hell I had to go through. So through all of those struggles, through um, being born and being attracted to women and men from birth, you Mm -hmm. know, like all of those struggles, all of those generational curses and um, demonic strongholds that were on me that the Lord delivered me from, I need to scream it from the rooftop. (laughs) This is how you get delivered. And so it's a scripture. I break down the Greek. I break down the, it's not just private interpretation. We take the word, we dig in. I'm telling you it's wrong. I'm telling you why it's wrong. And then I'm going to tell you what you need to do to get over it. And so that's the book. It's called Loosed by Tiffany Simone. And they can find that on Amazon.com. And then I have um, the book that is so near to my heart. It's Mm -hmm. called The Prayer Chronicles. Okay. Yeah. And that's also on Amazon um, by Tiffany Simone. And that book was birthed out of everything that I had to go through once I gave God that real yes. Yes. <laughs> once I decided, okay, I hear the Lord. He's telling me to leave my job. So I'm going to leave. And um, that's when I learned the word. That's when he poured the word into me. That's when I learned prayer and how deep prayer goes. So um, that's what that book is about. It's about how I grew in prayer, the things that the Lord showed me um, or has shown me through prayer, um, the supernatural experiences that I've had with seeing him and how he was just so faithful to show up in my lowest 
points in life. Mm -hmm. I mean, like the glory was there in that little room that I had in Brooklyn with no money, with no friends, you know, and everybody thought I was crazy. He was there with me. Um, like he has never been since. I mean, like he was there, he holds you together at the time I I lost my father and just so many things happened, but the Lord Mm -hmm. kept me together. So that's what the prayer chronicles is about. And it's about Mm -hmm. how to have a prayer life, the importance of a prayer life and what a real prayer life harbor. So I believe that anyone who has ever struggled with prayer definitely needs that book. And I make them really affordable. I think that book is like uh, $7.99. I really don't think that you should, I I believe it is anyway. Um, But I don't think that somebody should have to pay a bunch of money to be edified. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Mm -hmm. you should be trying to get rich Mm -hmm. off of your brothers and sisters in the Lord because of a word that you didn't even create. I didn't make up this Bible. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I've given um, freely. I've I've gotten it freely. So I try to give it, you know, freely too. So I just hope that um, people get the prayer chronicles, especially. And if you're struggling with sexual immorality and whatever it is, I even talk about um, pedophilia in there, you know, Mm -hmm. adultery. It's all from the, it's all a spirit. That's it. It's all mm-hmm. sin. It all is all is subject to the name of Jesus. So, um, yeah, <laughs> now okay. I am working on a book about the heart. And um, okay. so, yeah, you're, you're working on it now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's going to take some time, though, because I'm trying to pass these classes and all right. about 11 hours a day. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I work long shifts, so yeah. um, but everything in God's timing. Yeah. OK. Well, awesome. Okay, I'm going to definitely go on and get me all of those, well, both of those books, the one, Loosed and Prayer Chronicles. That is awesome, Tiffany. So you are definitely doing a work for the Lord. Um, so how, how what, what is it like communicating with your subscribers and things? Um, do you have a, a good relationship with them? Are you praying with them constantly, that sort of thing? What is it um, like? Because it's, really it's really your ministry, a ministry that God has given, God's ministry, but that God has given you um, um, to um, be a stewardship over. What is, what is it like? What is that like, your relationship with them? Um, well, I love them so much. I pray for them. I don't know each and every one by name, but I do say, God, every subscriber, you know, every follower, every friend, God, cover them with the blood. Um, it's a great need. I feel like sometimes I feel like I don't, I feel like I need like a church, like I, because people want to be baptized. People are like, can you lay hands on me? I need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. People have offered to fly in from um, different places. I mean, like overseas, you know, like different countries to come here to have Mm -hmm. me baptize them. And um, I mean, I've seen people through prayer delivered from homosexuality marriage is healed. I mean, I've seen it's so, I love them so much. Mm, (laughs) And there are so, it's countless testimonies. I mean, barren wombs have been opened. Okay. Through prayer, Um, you know, people will contact me and say this, or maybe they won't even say anything. I'll just say, you know, God says you're about to have a baby, you know, and different things like that. And now I'm pregnant, you know, the next time I speak to them. So it's been, it's been such a blessing. I love them so much. Um, sometimes people can be very, very critical. Some people come and they go. Um, there is a scripture in John where it says, but Jesus didn't commit himself unto them because he knew man, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, um, some people have come and gone, but everyone has a season and a purpose, you know, and, um, overall it has been really blessed and any negativity has only 
strengthened me in, in some way. This is definitely the Lord increase my capacity to love because mm-hmm. that's really ultimately what it's all about. So um, I love them all. That's so not much. always easy. That's not always easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I found out and more recently, I've really, really understand now because we read um first Corinthians, the 13th chapter, but like, I really get it now because I mean, I could prophesy. Okay, sister, I could I could know all the mysteries. I could know about how Selena looks in hell. I can know about Jesus and, you know, seeing things in the heavenly realms and all that. But if I don't know how to love, mm-hmm. I am literally nothing because that not. it love is how God is defined. You yes. you know what I'm saying? If yes. you're void of that, if mm-hmm. you're if you lack that, then that means you're void of him. Yes. So um my the the way that I've grown in love is I think that's that's something that it just it's awesome. Okay. Yes. And um yes. I, I esteem that higher really than anything else. Um the gifts and the ministry and all those things are nice, but if I didn't really love them If I didn't really love God, you know, then um, it would be for naught. So love is the center of it all. And my love has grown so much for people, um, all types of people, everybody (laughs) Um, since I had the channel. So it's opened me up to, um, you know, people from different parts of the world, people with different backgrounds, people with different beliefs. I've had people say, listen, I don't agree with everything you say, but I'm going to sell to your ministry anyway, girl, because I know God is with you. (laughs) So um, it's been a blessed time with my subscribers. (laughs) Good. Well, good. Well, we are at, uh, let's see. We are almost at 45 minutes here and it's been, this has been a great interview. Is there anything that you would like to leave with our listeners? Any word of advice? Again, we're all about faith, stepping out in faith, which you have definitely done um, throughout your life. As far as we can see, is there anything you'd just like to leave with our listeners? Any good golden nugget that you'd like to leave with them? Can I leave them with a prayer? Yes, let's do it. All right, let's do that. Yeah. Glory to the name of the Lord. That's what I felt from the Holy Ghost. What do you want? He just, just pray for them. Father yeah. God, in the name of Jesus, we love you, God. There is yeah. none like you, Jesus. We yeah. worship and adore you. You're an awesome God. You are great and greatly to be praised. You're mighty. Hallelujah. Yeah. You're incomparable. Glory to God. You're righteous. You're pure and you're holy. God, yeah. you know each and every person who's listening to this podcast. In the yeah. name of Jesus, you know everything that they're being faced with, God. You know every demon and every struggle that they have to battle, God. You know every decision that they have to make in the name of Jesus. We ask that you guide their hands, their mouth, and their footsteps in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we ask that you get your glory no matter what people have said about them, no matter what they think about themselves in the name of Jesus. You show yourself mighty. You lift up a standard against the enemy. Every time he tries to come in like a flood, God, hallelujah, you show yourself as the great I am. Hallelujah, you show yourself as Alpha and Omega. You are the author and the finisher of their faith in the name of Jesus. We declare that whatever you said about them, hallelujah, it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. We bind the hand of the devil that would try to hinder it, that would try to stop it in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, it shall go forth. Hallelujah, it shall spring forth, God. And everyone will see it in the name of Jesus Christ. God, encourage them in the name of Jesus. You are the lifter up of our head in the name of Jesus Christ. You are the lover of our 
soul. You are the chief shepherd in the name of Jesus. You do for us, God. We can't do it on our own. We're only more than conquerors through you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Right now we're asking for more. We need a greater impartation, God. We need your presence, God. We need your cloud of glory to settle in our homes, settle in our marriages, settle in the minds of our children in the name of Jesus Christ. From the bondage that the devil has put on us in the name of Jesus. God, every generational curse in the name of Jesus. Take the blood of Jesus and blot out our names out of demonic covenants that we've gone into knowingly and unknowingly in the name of Jesus Christ. Have your way, God. Have your way, God. Have Have your way way in the name of Jesus. From the strongholds of this culture in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Sanctify us inwardly and outwardly. Make us holy for you are holy. Make us righteous, God. In the name of Jesus, we love you. Let the blood be upon us. Let it be upon our decisions in the name of Jesus. Let it be upon our thoughts. Let it be upon our spirits. Let it be upon our bodies in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Holy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Protect us. Cover us with the blood. Keep our families going out and coming in. Bless us abundantly. Indeed, oh God. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. It is so. It is so. In the name of Jesus, it is so. Glory to God. It is so. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Tiffany. That was amazing. Thank you for letting God use you. Glory to God. Thank you for just just sharing what God has done for you. I mean, I just feel the Holy Ghost through the airways. I love it when it's like that. I love it when it's genuine. I love it when God (laughs) moves, even in a podcast. You know, it just lets me know. It just further validates, um, you know, and I just need this for me, what God has called me to do. And and there are times I need that because then he tries to put that discouragement um, in sometimes, but I just want to make sure I just want to please God. My God, I just yes. want I want to see you, Jesus. I want to see you. I want you to be pleased with the work that I do. So, um, just thank you for being genuine, for sharing with us today. I really feel like I could go on and on and on, but I try yeah. to make <laughs> about 45 minutes. And then I got a little sign that says that the recording on one side has stopped, but I think it's still going to go on the other. So we should still be good. Um, okay. but yeah, this, this, this was amazing. Just thank you so much for sharing with us. Um, I appreciate you, and I would love to have you back. Maybe after you come, come back. Maybe after you come back from Africa. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I think I'm really gonna go and fill out that passport form and start getting it together. <laughs> yeah, get it together. God is gonna gonna use you mightily. I can see it. Um, I just I know He's gonna do it. He's gonna do it for you. Amen. But, Amen. Amen. God, you are so awesome. I thank you once again, Tiffany, for that amazing interview. Guys, did I not tell you that Tiffany is amazing? She is anointed. And I I think it a privilege and an honor to be able to have her on this show. Thank you again, Tiffany. And we're going to be lifting you up in prayer in reference to you traveling overseas to Africa, in reference to the ministry that God has given you. May God continue to bless you. May God continue to cause your ministry to prosper and just elevate you and take you all of the places that he has for you to go. Just know that our prayers here at Success in Christ podcast are going to be with you. Much success, my sister, much success.
It is my prayer for you, all of the listeners, that that interview blessed you just as much as it did me. Um, Be transparent. Be real. Let the world know about all of the things that God has done for you. Let him know about the good things that you have gone through, but let him know about the bad things that you have gone through and how God has brought you out. God has delivered you. God has saved our souls to make us better people so that we can serve him all for kingdom building purposes. We are overcomers by the words of our testimony. Again, thank you, Tiffany. I cannot say thank you enough. And Lord God, I just want to say thank you again for my sister, Tiffany. Continue to bless her, continue to use her, continue to elevate her in her ministry. We just thank you right now, Father. Thank you all for listening once again to the Success in Christ podcast. Hey, as always, I always tell you guys, I love getting your emails. I love hearing from you. So feel free to email me anytime at info at successinchrist.net. You can also find me on social media. My Facebook handle is Success in Christ. On Instagram, you can find me at Success in Christ. And on Twitter, you can find me at Success in Christ One. I'm sorry, Success Christ One. You can also listen to this podcast on Apple, Google Play, and SoundCloud. We try to be everywhere to get the gospel of Jesus Christ out, to get these testimonies out so that this world can know what Jesus Christ is doing in the lives of his people today. Thank you once again for listening. I love you all. Be blessed. Tell those testimonies. And I'll tell you what, if you have a testimony you'd like to share with me, email me. Let me know. I'd love to talk about having you as a guest on the show. Don't forget to check out my website, www.laginiabearden.com. I've loaded up for you my six steps to a Christ-centered business. If you are thinking about starting a business or a nonprofit, I have, or God has given me, rather, six steps to a Christ-centered business. This is a free download. Go to my website. You can listen to the podcast there. You can also download my six steps to a Christ-centered business for free. Yes, that's right. For free. I love you. And until next time, remember that there is success in Christ Jesus.